Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Journey of faithfulness since then and growth. Yes. Um, just like Stuart has said, we got married on 8th October. Now, 8th October is the day before independence. It's the day before 9th October, which is Independence Day. And when we're getting married and choosing the date, in our minds, we're going to finally be free, <laughs> finally be independent. Yeah. So that was the whole logic behind the date we got married and this independence was from independence from questions independence from accountability we had in our minds we knew what we wanted to do with our lives and we had we had a proper plan we had good plans for ourselves in this life that we were starting together and the idea in our heads was just the two of us, hashtag just the two of us, <laughs> us against the world. Um, you know, this was our thing that we were building. We didn't need anyone peeping into our business. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was the idea that we had. And this is something that even not just between married people, but many times we have this idea of I'm building my cut thing, it's my cut thing alone, let them wait, they are not, the world is not ready for me, yeah. <laughs> so that's the idea we have when sometimes we are starting these businesses. And today we are going to talk about accountability, which is, I believe, one of the things that has helped us grow so much. Yeah, and the scripture that we are going to read today is Matthew 25, which is a scripture that we've read over and over again in Business Garage. Matthew 25, 14 to 29. Verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two, two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid the Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of the servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Into the enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. His, his Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler 
over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you, had, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. You ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away. Yeah. Wow, wow. Um, looking at this parable of the talents, one of the things concerning accountability that we focused on was this relationship between the steward and the master. Putting myself in those shoes of the steward, <laughs> steward. as steward, <laughs> the good steward, <laughs> um, one thing came to mind concerning accountability. Accountability can simply be seen as being answerable for your actions. Yeah. Being answerable for your actions. You know why do you do what you, what do? you do? Can you give a report as to why you have done what you have done? Yeah. And so when I look at the steward and the master, I look at someone who has been given something for which he's supposed to act and then report on what, on the outcome of his actions. Yeah. Yeah. On the outcome of his actions. Yeah. And it's amazing because the first master that I look at as a person who believes in God is God himself. The one who has given me every ability that I have, the one who has given me every idea that I have. And so the first case of accountability that mm -hmm. really we can think about is accountability to God, to God. Yeah. before anything else. Yeah. As much as we, you know, symbolized 9th October as us stepping over into being finally free, free Ugandans. <laughs> Everything we had was not really ours. And even the marriage itself was not just for our enjoyment, but there was a mandate. Yeah. The one who gives the marriage. Yeah. Even yeah. in the business, there is that one who has given you that idea. Mm. There is that one you have to recognize as the one who has planted the idea yes. that you have, yeah. the thing that you set out to start. And it helps a lot when you see your business in that perspective, that it is God himself who has placed it into your hands. It's like that talent that the master has given to you. And sometimes you may judge the business based on how big it is or how small it is, and think that if it's so small, then it is my thing. When it becomes big enough, then yeah, I can finally get the reports in order. <laughs> yeah. I can finally let people in on what is really happening. And that's one of the things that really crippled the businesses in in their, you know, early in stages. stages mm. You know, like, like Elizabeth said, when you compare Runji spaces, yeah. which is just three months old, and then you compare Refine or Elfims, which is about six years old, you can't clearly see the difference that transparency and accountability brings about. Yeah. Yeah. And there are three main points that we want to bring about when it comes to accountability to God. To God. That's the first one is recognizing the one who gives the ideas the one who gives the passions, the one to whom you're answerable, the one to whom you're answerable, and that is God himself. As a Christian, you have to realize that the thing that you have started has not been started by you per se. Unfortunately, you're not that bright. 
You're not that, clearly, you're not that sharp. Trust me. And when you realize that there is one who has planted that idea, the conception is of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. The conception is of the Holy Spirit. Then you really acknowledge that you're answerable, actually. Mm. It doesn't matter how small the business is, but because you have started it, you acknowledge that there is one who has planted the idea. And so you have to start that journey of knowing that at the end of the day, I have to go to God and tell him, you know what? This is what you gave me. This is what has come of it. And for us, that's one of the things that has really helped us to know that the thing that we have, we are going to give account of it. It doesn't matter how small we think, you know, to each according to the capacity, to each according to one five, then there was one who was given one. Mm. So I can't just look at another couple and say, ah, those guys have a bigger business. So the systems they are building or whatnot, you know, it's for them. (laughs) You cannot cannot disregard something that God has given you. Everything God created is beautiful. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's a Rolex stand. It doesn't matter if it's an art studio. If you acknowledge that it is God who has given it to you, Mm. then you will move it the same way God would have moved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second thing is appreciating the gifts that you have been given. To appreciate a gift is not to whisper about it, you know? (laughs) You know when you appreciate your wife, like I do mine, (laughs) you will talk about her wherever you go. I remember why I consider them not to be for years is because I remember we had a concert in 2010. I knew about five chords on the guitar, but it didn't really matter. I invited her and I made sure to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made, sure to, I made sure to invite my mother as well. So I, I made it a point, yeah, she's the one that I want to marry. What? Yeah, that happened in 2010. Wow. In, so, yeah, my, yeah, I appreciated the fact that what I had gotten was worth, you know, putting out there and telling people, no, there is a plan. <laughs> there is a plan for this one. And so when, when you look at your gift and despise it, then you'll not see it for the potential that it has. Yeah. Yeah. You'll not see it for the potential that it has. When you look yeah. at a gift and appreciate it, by remembering the one who has given it first of all, yeah. and knowing that there is nothing feeble that he gives, there is no weakness yeah. in him, yeah. there is no darkness in him, so you will see that gift with that, those same eyes. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. You will acknowledge that the thing that he has given you is precious, no matter what it looks like now. And so you desire to give the very best of yourself in that thing. Yeah. And then the third thing, of course, is growing, to be fruitful in it. Yeah. One of the ways we are accountable to God is by saying, okay, the numbers were this last year. This year we have done this, and these yeah. are the new numbers. Yeah. We didn't just go and plant it. You know, there's a proverb that says, a lazy man says there's a lion roaming the streets. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, there are no... There are no things that you can say that, ah, no, we don't have the capacity because you know the one yeah. to whom you're accountable. Yeah. You know that he's a good master. He expects of you. Yeah. He expects of you. It's not like he has given to you and then, of course, he loves you. But because he loves you, he expects of you. Yeah. He expects for you to multiply that business yeah. and to grow that business. Yeah. Yes. And the second thing after accountability to God is accountability to each other. Yeah. To each other. Um, Proverbs 27, verse 23. Be diligent to know the state of your flock and attend to your heart. Um, when, 
when we were starting these businesses, okay, at first Elthims was my thing, Refine <laughs> was his thing, you know, but then we realized that we are passionate about the same things. We are creatives, we are, you know, so we, we were very quick to be accountable to each other and realize the roles we play in each other's businesses. Yeah, to know each other's strengths. Um, Stuart is very strong at client relations. He's very nice to the clients. He's very good at pricing. It's very hard for me to charge people sometimes. He's good at the technical work and teaching the people we employ. I'm a bit impatient. <laughs> yeah, so he's more patient. He teaches and yeah. And my strengths are financial management, keeping the records, uh, administration, sticking to the, to the line. Without yeah. me, I could have given all the money back. <laughs> yeah, so we have, we have come to appreciate that just because we are creatives, we don't have to sit together on the computer to draw the plan, but to know how we, like what we bring to the table individually. And when Stuart uh, asks for a site report, I am not going to be like, you're disturbing me, no. It is my responsibility. <laughs> it is my responsibility as an employee in the business to make sure that my work is done, yeah. So being very accountable to each other. If he wins, I win, we all win, like, yeah. So that's one thing that, that we have been very intentional about. Yeah. to know the state of our flock at any particular time. Not by sitting and counting together, but by capitalizing on our different strengths. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing about being accountable to each other is not to be so critical, if I can say, if someone comments on how your flocks are. <laughs> if I look at um, Elthims as much as I'm not a partner in Elthims individually, I can advise, I can say, okay, you know what, this is what other companies are doing, so why don't you do this mm. and this, and she yeah. won't feel like I'm you know, getting attacking. into her space, so I'm attacking yeah. her, all things like that. But at the same time, I will acknowledge when work has been done well, yeah. even in the work that she does, just because she's my wife, or she's employed, I don't, I don't go like, oh yeah, that's expected of you, things like that. <laughs> the same way I acknowledge when another employee is excellent, is the same way I acknowledge her when she's excellent at what she does. Mm. And I can give a story, um, as refined, when I just started working out, because Refine, the way Refine started is, you know, I had these dreams and I realized my pay was not going to cut it. I was spending more time in the office and yet I was getting more open doors. And so sometimes I would stay up to like 1 a.m. at the okay. office doing yeah. my work after office, office time. Yeah. And so I have an awesome mentor in my boss, um, architect Phyllis, if you're watching, thank <laughs> you for the seeds that you planted. She was open to discussing and saying, okay, how can I help Stuart to understand that he can go and then work as an associate architect with the company, but also get time to do his own work and build his yeah. dreams. Yeah. Because I was involved in music, I would have rehearsals probably in the afternoons and things like that. And that just could not work in a formal setting of me sitting from eight to five. Yeah. But the other thing that that came with is as I wanted to get myself out there so much that sometimes I would start work without pay. 
so on paper, I would have so much revenue. <laughs> but then there's no food at home. <laughs> and so I remember Liz would ask me, work. yeah, I am busy, I'm carrying work home, <laughs> but there's nothing to show. <laughs> and so you know people look at the architect and he's smart. I always have a smile on my face when I'm playing the guitar. They don't know that sometimes I've walked to church, they don't know that sometimes I've slept hungry. And so they can't connect. Sometimes maybe Liz is sad, Stuart is very happy, what? I'm very optimistic. So I would, I would feel like, ah, it will come, the money will come, things like that. But then she would sit me down and tell me, do it. You're trying to do this, but it can't work. As much as you're nice to people, as much as you're trying to put yourself out there, there has to be some finances that come in. And at first I felt attacked. I feel like, can't you see that I'm working hard? Can't you see that I'm doing my best? And so it would be interesting because I would, I, would, I would not reconcile the fact that she was on the same team as I am. And so that was a real, real hindrance towards the business. But then when I started acknowledging that, you know, we are on the same team, that the things that we're doing are for us, her questions are really to help me become more aware of the fact that this is a business that we're running, the accountability to each other, then made more sense. I stopped being more defensive, I started being more welcoming to the comments. Yeah. And so it was really, really uh, helpful. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, the other level of accountability that has really, you know, helped us as a business, as, as a family working together, as a couple working together in business, has been being accountable to a mentor, a mentor or a coach. And um, the journey to being accountable to a mentor or a coach started uh, in 2018. That's when we joined something called Gang. And when you join Gang, you get the opportunity to meet other business owners. You get the opportunity to share numbers. There is a certain month where you do just finances. And so you share numbers with other gang members. It's a mentorship class that um, the leadership at Worship Harvest um, takes on with the youth. It's a whole year of just being in your space and being in your face and asking you those uncomfortable questions. So getting into gang, we had to show what our businesses were doing. And it was really, really helpful because it was the first encounter of being transparent. Yeah. It was the yeah. first encounter of really being transparent. Um, we used to have numbers, yes, written down on some Excel sheets and whatnot, but they were really for us. So even when we failed, you know, we'd brush it off and say, I will cover this, this failure with another expense or something. But when we came into gang, you had to mention how much money you're making per day. There is a math where we had to mention how much money you're making per day, how much money you're giving away, whether you've opened accounts, all those different things that were quite uncomfortable. But we thank God because they helped us to learn to be accountable and to be transparent. And in that same year, that's when straightforward financial growth started. I think at least for us, yeah, that right. was the first time we attended a straightforward financial growth series. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> we were very sad <laughs> at the end of that first um, series because we realized that we had worked for quite a few years, but there was really nothing to show. We had eaten the business money. Um, the numbers were in shambles. There was, the liabilities were really high. We said we're making so much money, but it was all going to liabilities. And so sharing numbers, because they are straightforward financial growth tools, SFFG tools that are shared during the series, things to do with 
um, determining your income streams, things to do with uh, determining your net worth and working it out, and then sharing with the team, and sharing with the person who is uh, mentoring you, coaching you. And that opened our eyes to how we were really playing around with what God had given to us. We were really playing around all those years. But it was a starting point. It was a starting point to remember that uh, we needed help. Yeah. We, we could not do this on our own. Yes. And the, the, coach that, the coach that we got, or our coach right now, he's, uh, he's someone we are very open with. Someone who will challenge you in a loving way, but still you will go away knowing that we need to do something about this. Yes. And this would not, if we were very, if we were not transparent, if we were hiding the numbers, if we were not open to learning, one thing that we decided to do was to just soak ourselves in information and learn and read books and listen to people that, that we know know something about business. Yes. To stop thinking this is our kind of thing, but to start working on the business and not being, not working in the yeah. business. Yeah. So a coach, a business coach has really, really helped us yes. a lot. And being accountable to him, knowing that he's, he's he helping us grow. It is for our own good that we actually listen and implement. We have all these assignments, we go back. When you come back the next time for the next session, you're asked, uh -huh, we decided this and this. What How have far have you gone? It? What have you done yes. about it? And because we have been learning, I think that's why Runji Spaces has taken off so much faster than all these other businesses that we've started with, that we started before. Because from the word go, we know that we need an organizational structure. We know that we have clear roles. We know that the, the businessman is the businessman. If you're getting paid, you're getting a salary. You're, you know, like everything is in order. And the people that we have started Rudy Spaces with are also people of the same mind. They are people willing, Sarah and Alan, Muhumza. They are reading books as well. Like we are sharing knowledge from the dif different spaces we are in. And at the end of the day, being very accountable to our coach. Yes. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we have to, like, yeah, we have to present what we, what we are doing. Yeah. And with the same intention to be accountable to a mentor or to a coach, we have started the same, the same system in the businesses themselves. Mm. The people that we work with have also attended, um, the, they attended the SFFG seminar last year. So they understand when we try to tell them why the mm. business is growing this, you know, is growing this fast. They have also started teaching other people the same things that they have learned at SFFG. Yeah. And so it has really been humbling to admit that you don't know. Yeah. Because it's the first thing really, to admit that you don't know how this system is supposed to work, to learn from other businesses that have gone before us. Mm. Because we have the honor and the, the privilege of having people amidst us who have really, you know, gone the distance. And they have the numbers, they have the structures to show from, for, for the success of their businesses and they have opened up their spaces. Mm. They are not like, uh, you know how people uh, send mobile money and then they hide the balance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I find no point in hiding my balance because many times it's not a lot to come and, and steal from me or anything. But they have opened their books to us. 
and really find it um, very honoring and, and find that favor before people that they open their books and tell you, this year I did this, I've grown to this year because of this and this and this. I mean, if you're in a space where all your friends are bringing in 500,000 per month, of course that is going to be your upper limit. Yes. And if you don't have a mentor or a coach to push you, to show you how, what the businesses could really be, yeah. what the potential, the potential is for the businesses, then you'll think that you have really made it when you move from 100K to 1 million. And then someone tells you that, you know what, we are shooting for 500 million a month. And you wonder, wait, what am I really doing? And so there is that stretching that that, uh, that space has brought before us. I mean, all the businesses that we see on Business Garage, ordinary people, people who love Jesus. You know, some people think that you can't be on fire for God and be a very <laughs> successful business person. Yeah. But these are guys. Yeah. Who will challenge you both on the side of ministry mm. and challenge you in business? Yeah. There are people yeah. who are preaching, you know, every week, every week, and then you go into their numbers, and they are also winning. Mm. So yeah. you, you can't have any excuse. There are people yeah. who are excellent, mm. you know, in these other things that people call co-curricular activities. Yeah. And they are excellent <laughs> in the numbers as well. So there cannot be any excuse. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing from the coaching that we have realized is it is okay to try and fail, it is okay. But yeah. start, start, yeah, start. start. They are, like Runji's persons, it's not, it's not that we thought about it, this idea, I mean this year, and then started it. No, both for us and the Muhumuzas, it has been an idea that has been going for over yeah. a year. But because of the spaces we are in, people challenging you, write down the thing you're going to start. When you can't I show up again, and you've not started it, because you'll yeah. be wasting their time as well. Yeah, yeah. So it, it has been extremely, extremely helpful you're humbled to know that I don't know. Mm. But again, you're encouraged, you're challenged to stretch. Mm. You're challenged to know better. Yeah, and so it has been one of the fundamental things that have helped us to be transparent, to, be, to learn to be answerable, to learn to be humble, and know that what we have is not just for us. Mm. Hiding the numbers does not help. Hiding the numbers does not help. And yeah. God will give you the discernment to know the mentor, because not everyone is a mentor, of course. Yeah. But to know the person to reach out to, yeah. and to to see how they can pull you up. Mm. Yes. Accountability to the business, and this is the last point we are talking about today. Um, we have we have recently been learning to treat the business as a person, as a child, as like to not be the business, to know that the day I am not available. Elthims can still do an event and it will go very successfully. To know that if Refine has a hundred houses to do, Stuart is not going to stay up the whole night drawing yeah. because he has passed on his skill to yeah. other people. Yeah. So accountability to the business to make sure that the business is growing. You are growing it. And this also ties to the to the scripture that we read in Matthew 25, being faithful in what you have been given. Uh, also, one other thing, when when we started L Themes, it was just it was just me, really, and, and, and Stuart carrying tables. And <laughs> along the way, along the way, we brought on partners because there is we realized that this was not going to grow bigger than us if we were just doing it ourselves. So at the time that, at the time that I left my job, I knew Elthims was making money. I was getting more money than my salary from Elthims. 
but I didn't know the exact money. I just knew it was a lot. <laughs> and this is, this is because I was not really accountable to anyone. So when we brought on these partners, my very good friends, Lona and Zanyu, now it was very clear that we had to keep the records. Everyone knew how much money was coming in, how much money we were spending, where we were headed, because now it was not just accountability to Liz and Lona and Sanyu, but accountability to L themes. And when we did this, um, now it was tricky, because before, it was my money. I would keep it. <laughs> yeah. But now, when we were now three, I didn't know what happens to the money. So we're just keeping money. And no one was getting paid. <laughs> then, <laughs> the, now this is where the coach came in and is like, no, no, you're working, get paid a salary. Let's start with, you know, and then we realized, hey, wait, this is how businesses work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a light bulb moment. But just being accountable to the business. We have realized that the businesses where we have partners, they are growing a lot faster than the businesses where it's just the Our two things. of us or yeah, our things. Because as much as Stuart has his strengths, I have my strengths, we both have weaknesses which yeah. are shared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which are like shared. Mm. And maybe something I could share was in our personal finances, and now this is not business, but in our personal finances, every time we would attend SFFG and, you know, we'd be on fire and the first three months we are saving every day, then along the line, we just keep going down. Then after that, after you've attended another session, you're on fire. And so earlier this year when we realized, no, we can't keep, we have to be consistent, we were very quick to reach out to a couple who is, which is very, Humbling. you know, yeah, at, <laughs> which is very strict on investment and savings. And we're like, guys, this is what we plan. Hold us accountable. This is how much we want to yeah. save every month. Like, cool, please send us receipts every time you send. Every time you send your money to the different savings accounts and investment clubs. Yeah. And that has helped us so much because we don't want to be asked why we are not saving. <laughs> so being very accountable to them has helped us personally and this cuts through to businesses yeah. as well. It, like what's going, to happen, what's going to help you personally usually helps the business as well because now the business is a person. Yeah. yeah. So treating it like a person and being accountable to the partners, to the directors, yeah. to everyone involved in the business and of course not everyone should be involved in the business god gives you the discernment to know which people to bring closer to you which people to work with and yeah and also another thing about accountability in the business is being accountable to the people we employ yeah. to yeah. know that it doesn't help when we don't pay the employees <laughs> it like we have to be accountable to them, to know that when maybe on the construction sites there are like 20 guys, they are representing their 20 families. So if we hold back and are not growing, we are also stopping the, their growing process. So to be open with them, show them what we are doing, show them how they can also grow from that 
being a porter and a mason to you know to growing yeah. yeah yeah so being accountability being accountable to the business is being accountable to the partners to the directors and to the employees as well yeah and nothing yeah. about um being accountable to the business if you look at some of the oldest uh, businesses like Hoshi Ryokan in Japan, <laughs> in Japan, which has been there for over seven, I don't know, no, from like the 700s up to now. One of the things that has caused them to be, you know, successful is trust. Mm. Trust yeah. and transparency, which is an element of accountability itself. Yes. Yeah. You know, as when you're employing family members, for instance, you have to trust them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a family member, so you don't look at competence first. Yeah. Look at trust. Are they willing to walk this whole journey with me? Yeah, Are they going to, to be loyal? Are they willing to yeah, grow? Yeah, yeah, But the same way you look at the other employees who are non-family members, in terms of trusting, you have to care genuinely for their character. Yes. As much as you may front their competence and whatnot, care for their character. Let them know that they trust you. Mm. Let them know that you care for their personal growth. Yes. Just them bring in the numbers and, you know, let them understand that the business is not just to make you wealthy. Mm, it's to grow you. Yes. So um, the question that I want to, to ask, before you ask your questions as well, mm. I believe that you've been asking questions even during this whole you know, encounter, but I want to ask you, do you think you're being accountable mm. in your yeah. business as are a couple? Answerable? Are you answerable to anyone? Mm as your business. So are you still taking it as your thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, um, go on and ask as many questions as you can online. I don't know if they can show us the questions that are coming <laughs> in. Um, yeah. Elizabeth, do you have anything to add? Mm -hmm. Basically, accountability. Accountability. That's the, what we've been trying to put across in this someone. Yeah. Accountability. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.